This special bonus episode of the StoryCast is my holiday gift to you. Let's dive right in. It's the season for lots of cliched Christmas songs rump-a-pump humming our eardrums, from Pandora playlists through shopping mall sound systems. There are so many traditional songs, from the nostalgic yet worn-out classics to the trendy rehashed reincarnations made refamous by the pop superstar flavors of the week. I'll be honest, to me, Christmas music is great in easy enough doses. But that's not exactly what this bonus show is about. Nestled within the old standards are a few words, people, phrases that just don't make any sense. They're a bit of a mystery, at least to me. I submit to you Exhibit A. Good King Wenceslas. He was a real guy. And he really was good. And he was actually a king. Good King Wenceslas is a popular Christmas carol that tells the story of a Czech king going on a journey, braving harsh winter weather, to give alms to a poor peasant on the Feast of Stephen, which is December 26th, the day after Christmas. And it's a holiday that's celebrated all across Europe even today, one of the bank holidays. During the king's journey, his page with him is about to give up the struggle against a cold winter and only finds the strength to continue by following the king's footsteps, step by step, through the deep snow. This song, which is a legend, is based on the life of the historical Saint Wenceslas I, the Duke of Bohemia. He ruled in Czechoslovakia from the year 907 to 935. That was over 1100 years ago. The song itself was written in 1853 by English hymn writer John Mason Neal. As the legend goes, Wenceslas was considered a martyr and a saint immediately after his death in the 10th century, when a cult of Wenceslas grew up in Bohemia and England. Within a few decades of the king's death, four biographies of him were in circulation. These volumes would turn out to have a really powerful influence on the High Middle Ages conceptualization of Rex Justus, or the Righteous King, that is, a monarch whose power stems mainly from his great piety, as well as from his princely vigor and plucked right from the annals of history, a 12th century priest from this medieval era was quoted to have said of Wenceslas. But his deeds I think you know better than I could tell you, for as is read in his passion, no one doubts that, rising every night from his noble bed, with bare feet and only one chamberlain, he went around to God's churches and gave alms generously to widows, orphans, those in prison, and afflicted by every difficulty, so much so that he was considered not a prince, but a father of all the wretched. Several centuries later, Pope Pius II would follow in King Wenceslas's footsteps, literally, by walking 10 miles barefoot in the ice and snow as an act of pious thanksgiving. Just as the message of the song goes, that if we follow in the footsteps of those who are giving of themselves selflessly to others, we too will find life. In his master's steps he trod, where the snow lay dented. Heat was in the very sod which the saint had printed. Therefore be sure, wealth of rank possessing, ye who now will bless the poor shall find yourselves blessed. So if our first carol told a tale of the rich traveling great distances to give of themselves to the poor, the next one tells a story similar, but a little bit different. What in the world is a wassail anyway? 
Well, the old English traditional Christmas and New Year's song composed in 1850, Here We Come a Wassling, refers to an alcoholic beverage, wassail. In the act of wassailing, incanting songs whilst asking for wassail, singing for your booze, goes a little something like this. In the 19th century, the Christmas spirit often would make the rich a little more generous than usual and bands of beggars and orphans would dance their way through the snowy streets of England, offering to sing good cheer and to tell fortune if the householder would give them a drink from his wassail bowl, or a penny, or pork pie, or just let them stand for a few minutes beside the warmth of his hearth. And for the wassail itself, well, the wassail bowl was a hearty combination of hot ale, beer, apples, spices, mead, just alcoholic enough to warm the tangling toes and the fingers of the singers who are out in the cold. The tradition of wassailing fell into two distinct categories, the house visiting wassail and the orchard visiting wassail. The house visiting wassail around the end of the year was the practice of people going door to door to sing Christmas carols. The orchard visiting wassail, they would sing to the trees to promote good harvest for the coming year. And dating all the way back to the Middle Ages, the wassail was a reciprocal exchange between feudal lords and peasants. It was charitable giving, to be distinguished from begging. And that point is made in the song Here We Come Wassailing, where the wassailers inform the lord of the house that we are not daily beggars that beg from door to door, but we are friendly neighbors whom you have seen before. And then the lord of the manor would give food and drink and booze to the peasants in exchange for their blessing and goodwill. Love and joy come to you, and to you, your wassail too. And God bless you, and send you a happy new year. And as we all know, the song has kind of metamorphosized over the years into Here We Come A Christmasing, and the super Americanized Here We Come A Caroling. So why the shift in tone to generic holiday-ish language and uncontaminated caroling? The American version even completely did away with the original third verse, which is, Call upon the butler of this house, put on his golden ring, let him bring us up a glass of beer, and better we shall sing. I don't know. This was late 1800s into the early 1900s. Maybe it was a pre-prohibition attitude in America. Trying to take the booze out of Christmas? No thank you. Jingle Bells, a Christmas favorite. Well, it originally wasn't even a Christmas song. It's a wintertime song. A song about slaying season, supposedly written by composer James Lord Pierpont in the fall of 1857. There's quite a bit of dispute over the authorship of Jingle Bells, with another account claiming it was first sung by a Sunday school children's choir for Thanksgiving. And then a plaque that currently rests at 19 High Street in the center of Medford Square in Massachusetts commemorates the birthplace of Jingle Bells and claims that Pierpont wrote the song there in 1850 at what was then the Simpson Tavern. Well, in that year, history would tell us Pierpont was actually the music director of a church in Savannah, Georgia. So something doesn't add up. But whenever and wherever and why ever Jingle Bells was written and composed, likely by Pierpont, 
The song tells of a Miss Fanny Bright in the second, often deprecated verse that goes, A day or two ago, I thought I'd take a ride, and soon, Miss Fanny Bright was seated by my side. The horse was lean and lank, misfortune seemed his lot. He got into a drifted bank, and then we got upsot. Now, there's no record of who Miss Fanny Bright was, or why she's even in this song. So, was she simply a fictional character made up to imagine the song's narrative? Or was the fair damsel a real person, loved by Pierpont, lost to history, yet her memory preserved through this tale of a sleigh crash? Regardless, Jingle Bells was often used as a drinking song at parties. People would jingle the ice in their glasses as they sung loudly. About a sleigh ride that gave an unescorted couple a rare chance to be together, unchaperoned, in distant woods and fields, and all the opportunities that that would afford. So maybe, just maybe, Jingle Bells is really a true story of the lovely Miss Fanny Bright and the illicit affair she shared with one love-struck James Lord Pierpont one autumn in 1857, dashing through the snow in the hills of Massachusetts until their sleigh overturned. So whatever you're celebrating, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Festivus, happy that. And if you're not celebrating anything at all, then have a great week from the StoryCast. We'll be back soon on our usual every other Friday schedule with eclectic stories wrapped in intriguing themes.